Heart 90s podcast. I'm Thomas Aguila. I'm here with Genesis Aguila. We're here in Delaware on a family vacation, but we'll continue this when we get back to Virginia. Okay? Yep. All right. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to the Heart 90s podcast. I'm Thomas Aguila. I'm here with Genesis Aguila. Genesis, thanks for coming on to the show. You're welcome. Well, this is actually uh, technically part two of the podcast because the first one didn't sound out right. So we're here. Um, I got the mic set up and the camera. And we're going to sync it together and then we're going to see if it's going to work well. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to work well. Yeah, this is going to be better quality than the first one that we took. Mm -hmm. So. So at first you don't succeed, then you try again. Oh, just go, <laughs> go straight into it. That's just a quote. Sometimes I start off with quotes, but I also have a Bible verse from Proverbs 24, 16. I like this one. Okay. For though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. What do you think of that? That's my first um, thought is that the wicked let adversity get to them and they don't believe that they can rise above whatever challenge was put upon them. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that first part just, I interpret it as those who can overcome adversity will be able to, they're the ones that are stronger in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So did you feel like you had to overcome some adversity? when applying to OT schools um, because OT is actually occupational therapy. She'll go to Pittsburgh later this month for OT. So actually on Saturday, okay. Saturday, but not necessarily while applying to OT school, like not during that application process, but I feel like when I reflect on my journey toward deciding what I wanted to do for my future and my career path. Um, I had overcome some adversity or it's just like thinking back to when I was in high school, what led me to choosing um, the field of OT. Mm -hmm. I had, um, yeah, I had to overcome some barriers or just challenges in my life. It wasn't like an easy path, I guess. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, no one we know tea. Yeah. So you actually took, I'm actually going to read this quote. It's from Ted Lasso. And, uh, my dad and I watch it and we just finished the first season. We really like it a lot. Yeah, they do love it. It's uh, this American football coach comes over to the English Premier League and then he coaches like football or soccer. And um, it's Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. So. Um, he said in one of the games, uh, this is like a, a rough um, like estimate of what he said, like he needed space and boundaries um, from what he was encountering back at home in America to see what would work out for him the best, like in the end. Mm -hmm. So uh, you took a gap year between uh, undergrad and OT school or like applying or yeah. getting in. It was actually two. Mm -hmm. It will be two gap years um, since I have graduated, since I had graduated um, yeah. undergrad. Um, yeah, so I guess 
that quote just means that um, taking things into perspective is helpful and allowing you to actually know what you want to do or it kind of solidifies your um choice if you are kind of unsure of your future like taking into consideration um all these other perspectives and like opinions and just learning about the other side of things can help you learn what you like and what you don't like and then from there kind of um just helping you Figure yeah. out what you want to do. Yeah, helping you figure out mm -hmm. what you want to do. Um, not like the ultimate goal, but like allow you to go down that path and um, be a little more confident in your like journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's hard to pull ideas out of nothing. Like if you were to, it, if that's the best path for you, then that was the best path for you. But do you think there is something along the way that helped you like really solidify the path that you're going to be an OT? Yeah, so part of the reason why I took a gap, took gap years, was because I didn't want to go straight into more schooling for another three years. Um, I just wanted a little bit of a break, and I knew I wanted to travel and see the world, so I was fortunate enough to do that. I was in Southeast Asia for two months, and I spent time in the Philippines, and I did this one-month-long tour through... Um, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos with um, a tour group called G Adventures. And when I was there, I met a bunch of people from like all over the world. And the coolest part about it was learning about their different lifestyles and journeys and how they go about their life in their respective countries. So more than half of the group were in their gap year from high school to university. And some of them didn't even choose the path of university. So it's like, it was cool seeing how it's a norm for people, especially in Europe, for them to take a gap year in between, or like right after high school to just, to explore the world and, and um, immerse themselves in different cultures learn about different mm -hmm. yeah just be in different environments yeah it's like there's so much more to the world than like where you were born and the community that you were brought up in um so yeah i learned a lot from gaining their um perspective and and learning about their beliefs and values and um then when i came back from that trip I started working at this outpatient orthopedic physical therapy clinic, and there was one OT there. And um, she helped me a lot with solidifying my choice mm -hmm. in being an OT. Like I already knew I wanted to apply to grad school, but like seeing her work with patients and um, just being interact, being able to interact with patients one-on-one um, -on -one and watching them grow and being able to help in their healing process was, it was like, wow, this is really what I want to do. And just being in an environment, like a healthy work environment with um, 
all the therapists there was really beneficial because they they truly love their jobs and it was um it showed and yeah they're my role models for sure and it, they like helped me they they like were really good about teaching me things every day every time i had like questions even if i didn't ask they would teach me things so mm-hmm. it was like yeah i want to be like them in the future like apply what they had taught me to to my patients when i'm able to treat people in the future yeah so yeah i was just thinking about the movie accepted have you seen that movie no what was that movie uh it's with blake lively and <laughs> this other actor he, he was he's like the uh boyfriend of jess and new girl for like the first two episodes Remember the... shoot i forget his name okay like, well he was everywhere he was everywhere before but um it's a movie about this kid he doesn't get into college uh, like everywhere he applied to he didn't get in okay so um him and his really smart friend who got into something similar to harvard it's like a fictional movie of course but mm-hmm. uh they find this um, i guess it was this empty warehouse or like an asylum or something and they oh build, my gosh i know they build a college about. out of it yeah yeah, and yeah, he, yeah um like for him he doesn't really know what he wants to do with his life and his dad's kind of like forcing things on him he's like he, he lost his way but they made a college out of it and they made their own curriculum. And so it's just, it's, it's kind of just a place for people to find themselves as opposed to getting stuck in the same old, I guess, route of, um, sometimes people that we know, they go to school and they always switch their majors. And even if they switch it a couple times, they don't exactly know what they wanted to do after they graduate. Our Daisy, dog is going ham over there. But yeah. it, it, it takes some perspective. It takes like a, a different perspective. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to take a step back if you're unsure of what you want to do. And like there's no – everyone's timeline is different and mm-hmm. kind of sucks because here in America you're kind of expected to go into college – even if you don't know what you want to do, it's kind of like you'll figure it out when you're there. And like, yeah, sometimes people do, but it could be beneficial to take some time off to maybe go into the workforce or just travel or do anything to um, gain more experience and whatever Mm -hmm. um, you feel. And the workplace where she worked at recently, mm-hmm. I volunteered at and yeah. very, very fun, very like um, optimistic. Yeah, it's like culture. a high energy mm-hmm. um, work environment because you're working with patients They and you want to motivate them to get better so that they'll be independent again. And they're working out, kind of doing fun exercises, mm-hmm. what we think is fun, but yeah. like, to them it might be harder. Because some just got out of surgery and are unable to walk the, the like the way that they were able to before. So it's like you want to to be a face that they want to see whenever they walk in. Yeah. You want to be that source of encouragement and that sunshine. <laughs> because there, are, yeah, um, different patients enjoy like different. Approaches, different approaches uh, when 
going into the therapy. But I, I also have a quote from Haikyuu, or it's like a rough Wow. <laughs> so I, I, I have to have a notepad because if there are some things that she says, it clicks in my mind and I write it down. But yeah. going into a fun, loving environment, so it's just like what they were saying in Haikyuu, the, the volleyball anime. If you have a setter, a different setter that changes the tempo and everything, it it's like an orchestra. So, and the, what's it called? The person who... Conductor? Yeah. So the setter is kind of like a conductor. Yeah, yeah. The setter is kind train. of like a conductor. Yeah. Like you can be a good conductor, but you have, they would have to know how their players play or how the um, people play their instruments in a way that it'll produce the best music or in a way that will produce the best play. Yeah. So different conductors or different setters produce the best results and the fun loving environment just taught her how to be the best person in the future or just now when treating patients. So just to give a little background, I worked at Ortho Virginia as an exercise technician. So it's basically an extension. We're an extension of the therapist. So I would help patients with their exercises and do a lot of cleaning tasks, um, but especially because of COVID. But my favorite part was getting to interact with the patients and talk to them, um, get to know their story, but also be a part of their recovery process or their healing process. So what Tom's was saying, like kind of have to gauge how each person is receptive to your teaching and or like being able to adapt to what they need so that they're able to learn in the best way that they can. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, Daisy looks so cute right now. Um, yeah, so yeah, for some patients that needed a little more instruction, like I would demonstrate, I would like physically do the mm -hmm. exercises with them, but then there are other patients that who had more of an exercise background where you can be like, okay, dude, yes yeah. this, this this of course like making sure that they have the correct form and and all that but yeah you really just have to um know that you're you're at the end of the day like this is your job but like you want to make sure that the patient is safe and cared for mm -hmm. and um is getting the best um holistic Care, wow holistic approach. holistic approach for the long run you know i see yeah. that on linkedin's now holistic, <laughs> holistic approach or like when uh, bios for different pts or ot's this person oh my gosh is a holistic approach when i put that in my personal statement so many times yeah well, it's but it's okay. true it cool. i mean it's true like they're they're there so that they're able to do um like they're there to do the exercises so that they're able to physically be at a place where they want to be again. Mm -hmm. But we want to make sure they're like emotionally like safe in that environment. Yeah. And so it starts here. Yeah, yeah. So that's where like the encouraging plays a big role and just yeah, making sure that they're heard or okay if they want to yeah 
Did you say make sure that they're what? Heard. Like oh, if I they're you if said they're like hurt. I was <laughs> oh like, my god. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, because right. like you, you need to empathize with the patient too. Yeah. Like if they're like, oh, this hurts, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, okay, okay, let's cut back. Yeah. You always have to make sure you're listening. You gotta do different angles. Like uh big hero six. <laughs> Gosh, all these <laughs> all these references. They're, like, they're in a fight. And then they couldn't get out of the fight. <laughs> and then they had like the radio and the telecom. And they were like, you got to like use different angles. You got to think. And then they were all able to get out and maneuver. And it's perspective, man. Perspective. Different perspective. Baymax is my favorite. Okay. So for OT school, how do you cater to the right side of your brain or the creative side? I just feel like I'm more right-brained in general. Really? Like, I've just always been more of the creative type. I don't really approach things in a technical manner. Mm-hmm. It's more like I feel <laughs> like, like this is. Um, let me try to think of an example. Like, <clears throat> what do you mean? How? What so you're pretty again? artsy. That's what I mean. So for OT school, how do you cater to the right side of your brain? Or your creative side because when oh, you're an okay, ot okay. you have to be more yeah 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 outside the box yeah just it's fun to it's it's like a challenge to be able to um i guess in the future when i'm working with patients like make sure that whatever we do is engaging to them so like i would need to use need to tap into my creative side to make mm-hmm. to um think of ideas or solutions um for them and yeah i just feel like my approach has always just been yeah yeah um makes sense like i know i know you're trying to ask me and there's so many open opportunities when it comes to otr when it just comes to therapy in general because some person can see something and them trying to figure out the best way to like the best outcome for whatever they they'll do to treat their patient. There's just so much that can like something can be said and it'll change the mood. Something can be done and then it'll make everything better. So it's like a very holistic approach when it comes to the creativity or when it comes to thinking about how to treat a patient. Yeah. Effectively. Mm-hmm. And it also matters like what setting you're in and what population you're working with. So mm-hmm. like not all OTs do the same thing and they don't all work in a hospital or with <clears throat> kids in a school. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Genesis and I were yeah. talking. Uh, she was listening to a podcast. I forgot what podcast you were talking about. Oh, Brene Brown. Yeah, she does TED Talks too. She, what is, is she a psychologist? Um, she does a lot of research, and she's done a lot of research on different topics mm-hmm. like um, vulnerability there is one of the biggest yeah. things. Yeah, and she, yeah, I listened to one of her TED Talks, and mom even likes her. So I was like, oh wow, how mom? I know she's um, she's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. So uh, you were saying at the end of her podcast, she does rapid fire questions. I only Ooh. have, I only have a couple. Okay, but no. at least they're just, <laughs> at least they're there, uh, just trying something different at the end of the podcast. Okay, so 
Rapid fire questions. Stop. I'm nervous. It's, they're not like serious questions, okay? It's, okay, it's okay. like lighthearted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not like fun ones. It's like a little get to know. Get to yeah, know but I don't want them to know you too well. It's just rapid fire, like random stuff. Okay. What are they? <laughs> I only have two. <laughs> I only have three. Oh, man. That's okay. Shoot. We'll just, okay. We can branch off of those okay, questions okay, okay. too. Favorite friend's character? Phoebe. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's your uh, favorite part about Phoebe? Like, what is she, like, uh... She's just so ditzy and fun to be around. She doesn't really take anything too seriously. It's always a good time when she's, when you're in her presence. And, like, every time she's on screen, I am laughing the hardest now that i'm thinking of it they're not rapid fire because i stopped to ask you another question oh no it's okay it was so it's hard to decide oh what's your favorite song from her i only really know snowy cat okay that's what i was expecting because i don't know any other songs from her too okay what's your favorite movie this i do not know Uh, i i don't really i guess i can do the most recent ones i've watched what i love luca oh (laughs) Silencio, yes, Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so cute. If, I, I mean, I just love all Disney Pixar movies. Um, did I have a favorite Disney? I mean, Baymax is. That's not a one movie. of them. Yeah, it is. I mean, <laughs> Big Hero Six is a movie. Not Big Hero Baymax. Six. Uh, what is my favorite movie? I don't know. Guess my most. Best. Yeah, my my favorite one. At the oh, moment. what's your favorite rom com? 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> I watched that in eighth grade. She was all, did you look up because you want me to introduce a fact about you? Why you watched that in eighth grade? Wait, what? Genesis played Bianca in her eighth grade play. Well, yeah, the, so it's based off of Taming of the Shrew, a Shakespeare play. <laughs> and and in our middle school, we always have a Shakespeare play um like a showcase in eighth grade so after i watched 10 things i hate about you i (laughs) auditioned yeah i guess Mm -hmm. for the part of bianca because she was my favorite only because joseph gordon levitt was her love interest and he's my favorite yeah he's a good actor he's so cute all right um I was supposed to write this quote down, but I actually didn't write it down. And it's also from Ted Lasso. After they lost one of their games, they said it it's it's um, it sucks to be lonely. It sucks to be sad. Uh, but just know that, you know, if, if you're lonely or sad, they have the team to be lonely and sad with. So it's not going to. So I guess it's not lonely. What's that? I guess I guess like... it's not really a correlation. It was just more of. um. It's difficult, like especially now during COVID, it's difficult to be alone and that's a sad place. But if you're part of a team. At least you're sad together. I guess. I think that's what I was going for. I think that's what the quote was. You always just want people to relate. Yeah. That's why like it's fun to talk to people. That's why it's fun to do this, the podcast. I just wanted to say that because Genesis does a good job with treating patients or Genesis does a good job with with making people feel welcome. So I just wanted to put that in there Thanks, uh, before we cut this off. 
So uh, this is, do you want anything else to say? That was such a short conversation. What do you mean? Look at the time. <gasps> really? Mm -hmm. I feel like we didn't really cover it at the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, there are some points, but I kept on writing stuff down that branched off to different things. So that's how it goes. You don't have any other questions? I want to keep going. <laughs> no, I'll cut it off. <laughs> okay. That's it? Okay. Yeah. You don't want anything else to say? Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to keep talking. If you had questions that would prompt me to give answers, then yeah, I would. I didn't talk have any more, more questions. Hmm. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> oh, Batman Dark Knight Rises. Oh. Who's your favorite friend's character? Oh, I like Joey. <laughs> Obviously. What Sandy. was the last question that? Oh, I didn't have a last question. That's why I said. Oh, it was just those two? Yeah. What are you most excited for going into your senior year of college? <laughs> um, just hanging out with friends. I was going to say, like, still doing well in school, of course, because mm -hmm. that's what I'm there for. That's but true. hanging out with friends, going on hikes, uh, joining different clubs, because I did a bunch of club stuff this spring semester, but I think that... Uh, Hopefully, it'll be uh, more open now. True. Yeah. I have one last question okay. for you. What's your question? <laughs> Do you have an idea of where your future is headed after you graduate college? Like, what what do you want to do? Do you have any plans? That's why, like... Um taking a gap here because i'm not 100 sure if i want to do grad school and i did the shadowing over at uh, where genesis worked and um i shadowed pt and ot so physical therapy and then occupational therapy but uh, i think after talking it over with some people um, occupational therapy there are so many more open opportunities um when it comes to like uh, treating people it it can just be um helping kids with life skills like uh, troubled adolescents with life skills. Shout out to Mike. Thanks for Mike and Sarah for letting me uh, <laughs> listen in to OT stuff. And, um, or um, helping out at the VA, uh, Veterans Affairs. Isn't that what you're interested in? I, yeah, so I'll probably shadow with that during the fall. But um, I already, I saw a lot of PT things and um, I'm interested with it, but I, I think I'll be more interested with OT. So I yeah. Runs in the fam. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> this is the Hard 90s Podcast. I'm Thomas Agla. That's Genesis Agla. Uh, thanks for coming on to the show. You're welcome. All right. And always run through the bag. <laughs>